Good morning on this July 12, 2019. All praise and all glory to Almighty God by, through, and of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit. All who dwell in those who are His um, and in those we seek in Him we seek with all the heart, soul, mind, and strength, and all those who we love, our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Do you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? Do you seek Him for Himself, or do you seek Him just for to thank Him for your stuff, your junk? Um, that should always be a question that we start with. Let's go ahead and just go through a psalm here. My bad about my heart. Psalm 141, Psalm. It's like 10 verses. Quickly, we'll kind of go through it. It's one of those the Psalms that God had David write down. Lord, I cry out to you. Make haste to me. Give ear to my voice when I cry out to you. Let my prayer be set before you as incense. The lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Obviously, it must have been in the afternoon at the end of a work day, at the end of a, you know, it talks about that one, but that's pretty. Do we come acknowledging God that uh, the giver of life, the giver of every breath, the giver of all things? For we own, we think we own stuff. We think we have deeds or titles with our names on it. That's only per other humans, but those humans have zero power. They think they have power because they have title or position of authority, but none, absolutely none of us can have power or titles unless the Lord Jesus Christ is just that Lord and Savior of us. And over there, and even that, at that point, once we come to the Lord Jesus genuinely and righteously, and once we are properly discipled according to His Word and not according to the wisdom and counsel of human beings uh, who are flawed, who are not perfect, uh, although they may be also surrendered to the person of Christ Jesus, we lay our down our wills every single day when we should be when we wake up in the morning our first prayer to god or one of our first prayers to god i'm not saying this is going to be your first prayer but perhaps it needs to be our first prayer to god when we as we crawl out of bed uh, now we may think in the back of our minds it's not necessarily evil saying oh god do i have to get up i'm tired can't i sleep a little longer no get your butt out of bed boy or girl <laughs> little humor there, trying a little side humor there. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not ready for the stage. I am sitting down, so I guess I'm a sit-down comic. Uh, in case my brother, my unofficial grandson, the Lord, yeah, no such thing, but it's funny. Uh, but those that are don't know Jesus Christ yet personally and don't have that restored, reconciled relationship with him, you know, notice how when they have a need, um, they're gonna run. They may even have been brought to church. That don't mean being brought to Jesus, uh, Christ. 
they may have said, well, you and there's everybody upon this earth that turned to Jesus, but not all know him. Matter of fact, the true numbers, I don't care what any human educated person claims, the majority of Americans, the majority of people in the world do not yet have a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit. They claim they do. They claim, why well, go to church? That going to church don't make you right with God. Don't either. You know, going to church is required of uh, the saints of Jesus Christ, the followers of Jesus Christ, the disciples of Jesus Christ, the true believers, because it's the fellowship looking for those that are also been made right with God. Um, an unbeliever walks in the church, they're not going to understand the raising of the hands. They're not going to understand, hopefully, you know, every church leader, every ministry leader, every pastor, every leader of every household should always take time to somehow sit back or stand off to the side or walk through the flock that attends on a weekly basis and just listen to the conversations. Are they all about the God or are they about their personal endeavors apart from the Lord? Or are they relating to them? You know, the Lord spoke to me while I was out fishing. Or the Lord spoke to me while I was hunting. Or the Lord spoke to me... Uh, at work out there you and show me the folly and the foolishness of most of the work that is on this earth is no longer the work of Jesus Christ but it's the work of man just to make money or are they just talking about their riches they talking about their bonuses they got or are they talking about um, you know the children you know, the newborn babies making goo goo gaga eyes I mean, I'm not necessarily Saying that's wrong. I don't, you know, I understand that to a point. The little baby makes Google or first word saying Google. Wouldn't it be awesome? You, no matter what you say, your first words out of a baby's mouth is still gonna be da da, and they are not calling out the God because you're not. God's not gonna have somebody call him da da or daddy. You know, he's Abba Father. He's a whole. He's still a holy God. Uh, he's gonna. He commands the respect, expects the respect, expects the fear of him. For all wisdom starts with the fear of the Lord. And it's a reverential fear. You know, he's going to put that into us out there, you know, just so we don't come to him foolishly thinking only for material things. If we, if we think we're needing a particular male thing, a true godly man, a true godly woman is going to say, Lord, you know, we're going to get, God knows we're going to come to him asking, uh, you know, we're going to see needs, what we think is a need when we look through our fleshly eyes, because he gives us fleshly eyes, you know, it's just like if a single comes to him, you know, Lord, I, I desire a wife, or I desire a husband, I'll tell you, uh, we better be asking for a man or a woman after his heart, does that mean they could stray? No, not at all. We're all prone to that. We still have a sinful nature. And those that are... A little side note also, because I've heard this a lot more lately. For those that ignorantly twist scripture, uh, remember who uh, 
is the expert at twisting scripture. He was our first father, Satan alone, first spiritual father, I think, because we were all sons and daughters of disobedience. By you know, a particular verse may say sons of disobedience, but contextually it's not speaking to me and old woman, it's speaking to all, uh, to both. So you got to remember the context here. Not every verse that may use the word son, it may use the word daughter, it may use the word man, or may use the word woman. But are they talking gender neutral in their contextual? Uh, or are they just talking to men or just talking to women? You know, context is everything. That's why God never gave his word. He didn't speak his word to those 40 authors with verses and chapters that was uh, human-made logic, human-made wisdom, and Satan was all over twisting that. He was right there when that person came about. So when we're looking at scripture, do not just grab one verse. Uh, that's a dangerous uh, precedent that we're in. Okay, little side note there. Sorry about that. Um... And yeah, we lift our hands. We're lifting our hands and empty, as this verse is. So just uh, moving along to three here. Apologize for that there. Trying to keep it uh, reasonably short. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Do not incline my heart. In most cases in the Bible, heart is not just meaning in the internal organ, uh, blood pumping. Uh, organ uh, it's meaning our entire the center of our emotional being the center of our entire being the heart notices in the middle it's not doesn't come out of the brain doesn't come out of our head doesn't come out of our foot doesn't come out of anywhere else uh, do not incline my heart either to practice wicked works with men who work in equity and do not let me eat of the delicacies. Be very careful how we partake in the ways of the world. Matter of fact, scriptures such in um, such as in Revelation, such as in first and second, first and or second Peter, you know, uh, it says we are to be holy as God is holy. Now we can't be, you know, we at this point as long as we have these fleshly coverings. We cannot and we will not be perfect. Uh, but it's awesome and amazing and still mysterious today uh, with our finite wisdom. We can have all our degrees, titles, and whatever. That still don't make us completely wise in God's eyes. Um, that was one of the enemy's first temptation. I'm not speaking against those who have that kind of wisdom. But if they're using it only to make money or make a name for themselves, then they just follow it after Satan for that purpose. But if the, they're seeking it to know God more and truly know God more and to get a more structured organization, yeah, if they're going in, if you're teaching, if you're called to be a teacher, and by the way, no human being has any capacity, no wisdom, no knowledge to call a uh, teacher, a preacher. It's 100% almighty God. God has not uh, delegated that down to human beings or to angels. 
He will. It is those that prayerfully surrender fully to Him, His way. They fear the Lord also. That's the example that they wish to teach. So, when God has His hand upon a man to preach and teach, God is the one that does the equipping. Now He will use others. To bring forth this word, bring forth those, but us humans, there was only one human that was perfect, his name is Jesus Christ, and he is God and still is God. Um, but remember that in verse 4 where it says, do not let me eat of their delicacies. Daniel chapter 1 is the perfect example for that. Um, him and the, um, the other three uh, Hebrew boys, Jewish boys. Uh, that refuse to drink the king's wine uh, to get the only time you're given that one is to get drunk is to cloud their mind so that the enemy of our souls can take advantages of us that's what addictions do that's what um, that's what prescription drugs do that's what well any drug prescription or otherwise or illegal drugs um, that's what alcohol has the capacity to do it can sneak up on you and to more to add candies add sugar not only is it adding weight to your body there is no good sugar body automatically has a natural tendency to sugar uh making a sugar out there to its own to eat food that's called loaf that human a human even when they have a title or position that says, well, you got to eat low-fat. you got to eat no-fat food. No. Read the label. You will see a high context in sugar for taste. That taste is to deceive you into not knowing the dangers of it. To put, there is a new... Well, I don't know how new. There's a new one that's coming out recently with... You know, marijuana out there. Marijuana stinks. The taste is not good as you're smoking it, as no cigarette is. They're putting candy flavor, chocolate flavor in there to mask the dangers of it. It will do not, those things do nothing but cloud your mind, um, get their eye, get your mind and your eyes off of what is right in God's eyes. And, and dangerous. It gets your mind off your temporary pain that only God can deliver it. That's all drugs do. That's all aspirin does. It masks it. It takes it. It's not taking it away. You want to be delivered from pain? Call on the name of Jesus Christ. Humble yourself before God. Seek Him with all your being. Every breath in your lungs. Get your focus back on the person of Jesus Christ. Watch him deliver. Now, when God does heal somebody, and he's the only one that can still do it, there's two ways he can do it. He can either, hit, if he knows he's going to get all the glory, he can heal you before the person of it. He can deliver you of that addiction. Only one. But a lot of times when he heals people, or many times, he his will his will may be to take them home 
make save them, take them home, and then they'll be healed. If that's the end of your life. You know, not all illnesses, not all injuries lead to death. Physical death, I mean. None of them have to lead to spiritual death. A little fool facade. I guess somebody needed to hear that. So, and may God give you even wisdom. Uh, evil thing is pretty much anything that's of this world is evil thing. It's not a God. Did God create it that way? No. God created man to be in relationship with him, to know him, and to listen for to his way and to walk according to his ways. Uh, is it just about Ten Commandments or 600 and some odd laws? Uh, temporary laws, which all have a purpose of it, but it's fully surrendering to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, it's follow him above all things. Uh, follow Jesus Christ. Listen to him. Seek him with all things. Uh, verse 5 now. Let the righteous strike me. And it shall be kindness. Let And let him rebuke me. It shall be as excellent oil. Let my hand, head not refuse it. We are to be corrected. Starting with God. God will use other people to correct me. And lead me in the righteous way. Uh, that's what we should do. We should want correction. When we make boo-boos. When we do errors. See the world doesn't want to correct people. To make sure they stay on a set path. That we should do. Um, but for still my prayer is against the deeds of the wicked. Their judges are overthrown by the sides of the cliff. And they hear my words for they are sweet. Our bones are scattered in the mouth of the grave. And when one plows and breaks up the earth. See, if you're a farmer or if you're tending, even if you're a a, um, a ministry leader, uh, you when we uh, either plant the seed of the word of God, the seed, which is the word of God, uh, or we water, depending upon what our purpose is, not everybody plants in waters. Over in First Corinthians, it clearly says some plant. And some water. I think it used the example. Paul planted and Apollos watered. We don't know. Well we'll know what our purpose is. The more we go to know the Lord. We may just go and plant some seed. And it may be that. You know. God has already softened that person's soul. And conscience. Brought him, to, him or her to that place of brokenness. And he may save them. Use us. To walk him into Jesus Christ where he saves him. He saves that person. Or he may not. He may have to lead several more brothers and sisters along that person's path to continue watering the seed that was in there. You just need to be concerned about are you planting the word of God into somebody's soul? Or are you just planting the um, power of positive living? I once followed that demonic teaching. It's not about Jesus Christ. It's not about the only true living God. It's about trying to motivate somebody to 
to do what they want to do to be a good little boy and girl, to be a little good moral person. That's not what it's about. I'm not saying that per se those actions are right or wrong before God, but when it's not based on the Word of God, see, people first do not, when we, in the flesh, we do not want to hear the Word of God. We only want to hear hear what we want to hear but we still need to hear the word of God because faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by preaching by speaking preaching is not just limited to a pastor in a church it's not just limited by an elder it's not just limited to a those that are called by God to teach the word of God it's limited to every, it's expounded to and given to expected of every single believer in Jesus Christ as they go about their day, as their jobs. Uh, see, where we at here? Let my head not refuse and let my, okay. Let my prayer, let be, verse 5, mixing it up here. For still my prayer is against the deeds of the wicked. Yeah, we should not. The wicked will prosper just for a little while. If they don't repent and turn back towards calling the name of Jesus Christ now, um, they will later. They At that point, it will be too late. Um, their deeds won't last forever. Their deeds will die. Their deeds will perish. If the wicked don't turn to Jesus Christ, they will lose. Um Verse 6, the judges are overthrown by the sides of the cliff. And they hear, okay, wait a minute, I already read that one. Apologize for that. Uh, but my eyes are upon you, O God, the Lord. In you I take refuge. Do not leave my soul destitute. Keep me from the snares they have laid for me and from the traps of the workers of iniquity. Let the wicked fall into their own nets while I safely escape. Are we actually praying that every day to God? I think that should be a daily prayer. We should actually be praying. You know, we should be in the Lord's hands. We will get snares every single day from the wicked ones. Even those that may be a leader over us. Most of, unfortunately, the managers out there today, they may say with their lips that they're Christian, but look at their actions. Listen to their words. Are they only about confusion? Are they only about trying to stamp out little fires that they created? Or are they about order? Or are they only about respecting just certain people making sure they have their favor those types of managers leaders will always 100% fail they may go a little while because right now satan has been charged as the prince of this world this earth this earth itself is passing away we better not be going against the Lord Jesus Christ and just seeking after stuff seeking after material things for our own personal use and our own personal consumption God does not give us 
houses, cares, a building, um, ministries for our own personal benefit or gain. It is only as uh, tools to fulfill the ministry that we have been entrusted to. That is our only goal. Our feet better be when they get up from our knees before Almighty God in full and absolute surrender. We need to be refilled each and every day. Try and drive your car, your automobile, RV, whatever, whatever your mode of transportation is. Try your scooter, your mopeds every single day without eventually having to go to a gas station or plug in to an electric charger. You will not get very far. Same thing goes with us as believers in Jesus Christ. To not read, turn off the TV, turn off the phone. Oh, lately that's a hard thing to do. We can say one need a bit. No. Those that you minister to will know that there will, there will be times if we don't respond uh, in a time. It's either because we get up early in the morning to go out into the particular work that God has for us as his tool. Your workplace is not a place just to make money. Your workplace is a forum, is a platform to let Jesus Christ shine his way through it. Does that mean you're going to have people that are going to despise you because you keep on there to work, whether you're as a janitor, you're as, uh, even as a manager, uh, if confusion is coming out of your mouth, if confusion, if you're only in there just to make a dollar, if you only say, well, I'll work harder the more money I get, you are not of Jesus Christ. You are separate from him. If your only goal is to raise the prices of your goods and services so because you need more money, for your needs, for your hobbies, you have strayed from the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. Please, I beg of you, do not do that. It's only going to be, you're only going to face the consequences of that sinful action, that sinful deed, and you're leading people astray, and you don't even know it. Seek the Lord each and every day. Let that be our prayer. Uh, verse 9. To keep me from the snares they have laid for me. And from the traps of the workers of iniquity. Let the wicked fall into their nets. While I escape safely. That verse alone. That verse 10 alone. Is not asking God. Take them out. Kill them. That's what. That's why John and James got the title from the Lord, bore the name called Boys of Thunder, because they first, uh, when Jesus was sitting with his disciples alone, at the time it was 12, uh, they want to say, well, why don't you just, wouldn't it be better just to call down fire upon them? No, they're going to perish and go to hell. Why do we want the wicked to die because of the wickedness they're doing. So in other words, you want to send them to hell. If you want to send anybody to hell just because they did you wrong, 
that basically you yourself want to go to hell too. We do should we are not on our way to heaven if we want people to be took out. They we want them to hear the gospel. We want God to break them, soften their hearts. We needed to be broken. We need to be broken each and every day to a point when we come home out of the cesspool, out of the workplace, out of the um, the field, the master field that God has us at. The first thing we need to be doing, we may, if we're married, we may have to say, Hi, honey, I'm home. I love you. I need to go get along with God for a second. I'll be right back. Uh, there's something urgent in the home. Just, the wife needs to know that if, if that's a blast. Or if it's the wife comes home, if you both come home at the same time, you commute together, whatever. Um, on your way home, be praying. So, Lord, cleanse me of this wickedness. Wash my feet and cleanse me. Get the ways of this world out of me. Get the junk out of me um, so I can serve you now and serve my family. So I can be focused on you. We need to be praying that when they're doing that. So, just little words of encouragement. Seek the Lord Jesus Christ each and every day. Um, let him be your Lord. Be your guide in every area. Um, when you do that, you will find your life ordered. When you do that, uh, you will find how God will pour more and more blessings upon you. And let those blessings not just stick in you. For it's like food. When we eat our food, you know where that food's going after a while. It's going to be turned into waste. Liquid or like this coffee I'm drinking before I even start work. I mean, that's why I'm going to have to get another reason I have to get to work early. I'm going to have to go to the bathroom and get rid of it. And so that don't stick around a while. It's kind of foolish to pay for it, but it tastes so good. <laughs> uh, and it wakes up a little bit. Same thing with food. We go out and consume our food, and it is good for us. There's nutrients in it, but the majority of that food is going to turn into waste. Afterwards, you're going to have to go to the bathroom eventually and it's going to come out the other end. Uh, the same thing can happen in the Word of God. God, the blessing of God. When God pours His Word into us, if it's if we're not allowing Him to pour it through us, to bless others, to open their eyes, to water or to plant His Word on somebody else, it's just going to sit in our souls. The salt of the word, it just can sit in us and we can turn into the Dead Sea, which used to be called Salt Sea, which used to be, it's also known as, uh, this is not being pronounced right, it's Shittim, S-H-I-T-T-I-M, was, I believe, the first name of the Dead Sea. It all means the same thing. That just means we're a place where the salt comes and it just sits there. Our vessels can become like that when we're not letting Jesus Christ continue to pour in and through us. The word of God, the blessings of God, when he gives us more of himself and needs to just that. It's like he's described to the woman at the well, living waters pour into him. That's the spirit of God renewing us every day, going into our filling station um, through prayer and Bible study. We need to be doing that. We need to be... Um, Pouring through on the other people. So there you have it. A little encouragement from Psalm 141. Be blessed in the Lord. Seek him above all else. <clears throat> now we're, <clears throat> we're still getting. He wants us to do. Come to him. Lord, I think this is a need. I think, you know, is this the kind of vehicle that you would have me have? 
if it's his will, he's gonna he's gonna make it happen. He's gonna bring it to pass. He's gonna show you how to make it to happen. You know, if he wants you to have a house. He's going to provide the funding. He's going to provide the way. He's going to provide the seller that is not interested in making a profit on that one. He's not making, he's not going to make sure, he's not going to bind you up in uh, human debt to keep you tied down. Do I know how he does it? No. Do you? No. You know, God is God. God can make things happen when it's his will, according to his will. He can provide his things. In ways that's still a mysterious, one of his mysteries. We don't know how he does it. We're, you know, our question, we will still have questions when we get to heaven. Yeah, and he knows it, and his word says that. But everything will be open at that point. But we still won't be God. We still will not know everything. But at that point, we'll be completely, no more temptation, no more distractions, our eyes will be fully opened at that point. The tempter's gone and all his children are going with him. It's his children, it's the children of Satan, the lost, who God wants us to go to and give the word of God to. That's all we need to be given. You are stupid and foolish and we are stupid and foolish when we just encourage somebody to seek after their own personal goals. We are doing the work of Satan. Period. He don't need no help. He's very successful in what he's been. He's been very successful in what he does. But every one of his successes are only temporary. Jesus Christ is still Lord. He's still on the throne. The enemy is still defeated already. He's done. He knows it. But he's still going. Because he's still getting many people. Because we, the church of Jesus Christ, the body of Jesus Christ, our eyes are so full of distraction. Our eyes are so full of uh, little slivers that need to be pulled out. There, a brother or sister can help us (coughs) to pull the slivers out. When that brother or sister (coughs) has let Jesus Christ pull the log out of our eyes. We all have some kind of a log or had some kind of a log. We are going to have slivers that need to be pulled out of our eyes. Slivers can, we don't even know how we get them. You think a sliver comes from from wood? No, 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 no. I've gotten caught metal slivers. You can go about our day and still get a sliver. They're going to have, oh, that just came to me. I have never heard that before. We can think, well, if we, were, if we get a wood sliver if we run our hand against wood that uh, hasn't been properly sanded down. Or metal sliver if we're around metal that hasn't been burned. And I says, well, yeah, that's partially true. But if we don't run our hand, we can, we can just touch a door. Slivers can come about when they wear out. This life has slivers that are... This earth has slivers on it. The wing get just going about our day. That just came to me. Oh, wow. Snap. Praise God for that one. That just... Uh, well, so we're going to get those slivers throughout the day. Those different slivers in our hands and our fingers. We can notice. We can go. We can be doing something. 
picking something up, not knowing there's a little sliver in there because they're that. They're that small. And I don't know about you, nobody's eyes are that perfect to see. It's only when another says, now a sliver in our hand, we're going to feel and say, oh. then you're looking. Where was a sliver in that thing? You're figuring out, where did I pick that up? Each and every day we pick up slivers. Think about it from God's eyes now. Thank you for that one, Lord. So, a little encouraging words this day. I'll try and upload this as fast as I can. Love y'all. But I love y'all too much to give you spirits of junk food. To give you stuff, you know, to give you stuff of the world. I'd rather give you what the Lord lays upon my head, shown me, has delivered me from. I'd rather be sharing with you the words of God. Uh, and yes, God did call me as a teacher. Do have I gone? You know, because I know a lot of leaders. I love them all. Uh, even those that have strayed from the Lord, I still love them all. I grieve every day. All I can do at this point is lift them up to Jesus Christ, that He bring them to that place of absolute brokenness and deliverance before they draw their last breath. Breath. Because if somebody strays and a brother and sister don't go to them or they don't receive the correction, which actually we just got to be reminded in that psalm. Some people say, well, well, thank you for that. But I don't need the, I believe what I'm doing is right. You did your, you did what God appointed you to do. You went, you sat down with a person or stood with a person if it's just brief. When Nathan went to, was sent from God to David, to rebuke him, to correct him for those multiple sins that he committed. He did more than one. It started with pride on the on the roof of his um, palace. And it just snowballed right there. When Satan got that strong, his latch into him, his hook into him, like when the fishermen hook a fish, it just it goes downhill from there. <laughs> you just, he's gonna wheel you he's gonna wheel you right in. Oh, you're gonna fight. A lot of times you don't know. Man, I got a hook. What's this? I got a hurt there. there. You know, let Jesus Christ take the hook out of you. Wow. That's another one. Okay, I'm going to seek. I'm going to seek God more now because he's giving me some stuff today. So, and everything he gives us, share it with God. Love y'all. Um.